Welcome to the WRSU Crew, the revolutionary show to hear all things sports, from your very own Rutgers Athletics to the hot topics in all professional and collegiate sports from around the globe. Coming to you from your own Rutgers students. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your ride with the crew. And a very good Tuesday evening to all. John Hardneck, Brett Holland, the coach, to my left, wearing two hats. We got Mo Galebchuk to my right, looking great as ever. Across the bo- the monitors, we got Grant Lingua. Grant, you are a class act, but you're wearing a lot of devil stuff. I'm wearing my Ranger stuff. We'll talk about that later in hour two. Mm. We've got a great show ahead of you. A lot of things going on. We got Rutgers baseball coming off a win minutes ago. But first, gentlemen, how are you? It feels, it feels like it's been a while since so we have the full crew. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. How are you, gentlemen? It's good. I've been. Uh, I was away at home for uh, for Passover, but uh, okay. Right Passover right. has passed over. There you go. Pun very much intended. Um, that joke is probably about seven hundred years old. <laughs> probably, yeah. Um, Who made the well. joke? Um, you know, honestly, it <laughs> might date all the way back to Moses. It was in the Torah. He's a great guy. It might have been. He's a class act. Moses is, is, Moses is a, class a lot of guy. <laughs> Does your family get the uh, Passover sodas or no? Uh, not many of them. Just we get the Dr. Brown's um, black cherry and the cream soda. That just that's what we get every year. Gotcha. I'm about to sound really stupid, but but I have a lady at Shoprite who buys a ton of the Dr.'s Browns. I did not know that was associated with Passover. No, all. it's not necessarily associated with Passover, but. We only buy it on Passover. It's just in my house, it's a Passover thing. Mm. I don't know why. I know that the Passover sodas, which probably not, maybe your Dr. Brown's, um, they can't have what uh, Coca-Cola, they can't have like so, uh, corn. Th- right, so, so they they're need, not like, made with sugar. Uh. Right, so the difference is that most sodas use high fructose corn syrup as a sweetening eatener. Right. Mm-hmm. But very, very long story short, most people don't have any legumes or anything like that so corn syrup is no go on passover mm-hmm. so instead passover sodas are sweetened with real sugar gotcha so it actually tastes different. They're better yeah some a lot of people will say it does it. taste better but high fructose corn syrup is cheaper that's very true that's the that's the american way for you when i was, Capitalism. In, when I was in when i was in Speaking europe of the american way yeah Got some Rutgers baseball. We have Rutgers baseball, gentlemen. Uh, America's pastime. Coming, past coming off a and great present conversation. That was a great segue, Coach. Rutgers baseball coming off eight to one. They move to. I had the record up, but now I'm a schmuck. Twenty-one and sixteen on the year. Four and five on conference play. They won a two-game win streak. Ten and three at home. Ten and eleven away. Coming off eight to one against Monmouth, the teaching school people call it. Uh, great day at the office for Chris Brito. He he drove in three of the eight runs. Uh, the pitching box score is kind of like a generic. Uh, college bullpen game. Cinebaldi started, went three innings, two walks, two strikeouts. Uh, did not uh, give up a run, only give up one hit. Marshall got the win. He went three, allowed one hit, no runs, three strikeouts. Parliament came in relief for uh, got got uh, got four outs. Uh, uh, did not allow a run. Um, walked a batter, struck out a guy. Maduno got to finish uh, two outs, finished the eighth inning. With the clean strikeout, and Bello closed it out um, with one strikeout, one hit. Um, I can't find. I guess there were no. Oh, Parliament got you up a a um, a run. I guess it was an unearned run, not an error. Uh, Rutgers yeah. moves. To, moves. Uh, Rutgers won eight to one. Chris Brito drove in three. Chris Brito. I'm so happy, but for the, for that guy, he had a very slow start to the season. And after the year he had last year, where I believe he drove in 76 RBIs, led the team. Um, just had such a problem this year getting it going, getting guys, driving runners in. And to see him finally coming back to himself, it's just great to see he is the bi- one of the big guys on this team. And to see him turning around, it's going to ultimately make a already strong Rutgers lineup that much stronger. Absolutely. And I just want to point out, though, that Chris Brito, Chris Brito played very well today. And that's really necessary on a day where some of your other you know big hitters aren't necessarily hitting as well. I mean, you look at the top three in the Rutgers batting order today. Josh Grower, 0 for 5. Trevor Cohen, 0 for 5. Ryan Lasko, 2 for 5. So, Brito really, I mean, yeah, you put up eight runs, but, you know, when the top three guys in the lineup aren't, you know, aren't making it happen, now, you have the guys at the bottom of the order who can help you out. I mean, Rutgers, we've seen that all season, John. I mean... Max Martin was 0 for 2 today, but Max Martin really has been putting on a clinic this season. 
overall um just playing really well um even this weekend against Michigan played really well um and that even the game that they lost to Michigan it was really an interesting game cuz they went up i believe I think they went up six nothing before the game was suspended. John, mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong. I was proosting that game. They were, they called two rain. They were up six nothing, and when they you know Michigan got back to it, and they tied the game right before the rain delay, the first rain delay. And I look outside, Mo, there was no rain. <laughs> and I checked the radar. I I heard it was a lightning delay. There was, and then they delayed it twice, and the game was never gonna get was never gonna get finished. Right. They did fin- they did uh, suspend it. Peyton has lights now. They do have lights now. Very nice. Look, they look very. Uh, yeah, they actually had them on for uh, for game two on Sunday. So, well, game the f- the full game on Sunday that I uh, I was there for. Nice. That was a fun game actually, and the first time in my life that I ever saw someone get ejected from a baseball game in person. What? Ha- who was ejected? Tracy Smith, the head coach of Michigan baseball, was ejected in the middle of the sixth inning for arguing a call with the first base umpire. Oh, I love that. So, actually, he got into it with the first base umpire twice in that game. First, the first, there, ba- the first base umpire. The first base umpire. Mm. So, first, there was a play out in center field, in right center field. This center fielder dove, kind of slid out for a ball, and we all thought he caught it, and then it looked like he dropped it trying to transfer to make a throw. Umpire said... He never caught it, and Rutgers actually scored a run on that play. Mm. And so the Michigan head coach was not happy about that, argued with the umps. The umps talked it over. Call stuck with stuck with the call. Fast forward to the sixth inning. Rutgers, I think Michigan, Michigan had one on. Rutgers gets a double play. Then they get a base hit down the line. Sorry, not a base hit down the line. Base hit into center field. Lasco comes up with it, and oh no, sorry, what am I saying? I'm think I'm confusing a couple different plays. You're good, you're good. Ryan Lasco also made an amazing <laughs> catch in that game. It what am I talking? It was a ground ball to the first baseman. That's what it was. I'm sorry. It was a ground ball to the first baseman. Sweeney flips the ball to the pitcher, but bad throw goes to this goes to the fence. So batter runs through, and the pitcher did a great job just corralling it really quickly. And apparently the umpire said that after overrunning first base, the runner had turned to sec had taken a step towards second base. Ooh, it's one of which, those plays. As you may know, hate those. That means gotta, you gotta give up those. the safety of being allowed to overrun first base. I I learned that the hard way last year when uh I was just going back to first base and turned to my left instead of my right and ended up getting tagged out. Um but Great heads-up play by Jordan Sweeney to tag him out, mm-hmm. and it was it was one of those where you could see it going either way, and the Michigan head coach just starts bickering with the ump, and Jake and I were still on the air. Jake, myself, and I, we hadn't gotten the break because we were still trying to dissect what had just happened, Yeah. and meanwhile, we're talking, and I look up. The clock between innings is two and a half minutes. At this point, we are now inside a minute, so... He's been arguing for a minute and a half plus. <laughs> and, by the way, the Michigan team at this point has already taken the field and started warming up. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like, so I see the umpire give him, like, a, well, you know, that's the call. What do you want me to do gesture? Like, it's over. I don't know. And then he keeps talking. And all of a sudden, I just see a very emphatic, you know, get out of here. Mm-hmm. And Jake was in the middle of a point, and I just went, Whoa. He goes, what, Mike? He just got ejected. <laughs> and he got ejected. And then the funniest part was, Batonfield doesn't have a clubhouse. Where does he go? So that's what we were trying to figure out. He goes to his car? Yeah. Or the bus? <laughs> he he probably yeah. sat in the stands. He goes to the dining hall? I think he probably it's had to go to the bus, but I don't know. got a disguise. Went back in as another <laughs> I love Bobby V. <laughs> I love But yeah, so he had to... Uh, we actually watched him go into the dugout and then, like, I don't know, 10 seconds later, walks out holding a backpack and just slowly walks because you have to walk out of the dugout and then exit the field. Oh. Um, yeah, that was kind of funny. Um, Ejections are never boring. Yeah. This is true. Also, Jake is convinced that I'm a bad luck charm. 
because in these games, um, in the game on Sunday, I think like seven balls hit the press box, like oh. seven batted balls. Mm-hmm. Um, which last time I blamed on Jake, but this time you know, we were calling the game again, so he's claiming it's my fault. But the funniest one though was, like most of them, they hit like the netting and you know kind of pull into the plexiglass and you know, get a nice thunk, right? Yeah, it's really good. Or maybe they hit the bottom. It's a shipping container. Sometimes at the bottom, but the net kind of dampens it a little bit. Yeah. There was one ball. It was a foul ball that went straight up and hit the roof. Oh, that's like. And a, that was a thunk. They drop it a. Pl- it's like dropping a car on a roof. <laughs> it was how a know, thunk. How do, how do you know how that sounds? Like? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> dropping all on cars. <laughs> movies, Grant. Movies. Oh, okay. Hey, you ever see the John? The Mythbusters. The Myth John. What the heck happens in that pool factory? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I haven't. Oh, that's another story. Uh, I did want to uh, take a look at their upcoming schedule as well. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they three. did win that. Michigan came back to win that game. Sorry, uh, Grant. No. Nah, you're, you're chilling. That 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 was the second. Sunday? That was the first game. That that was the suspended won. game that they at Michigan won. Yeah. The Sunday game, Rutgers won six to three, and their starting pitcher, whose name escapes me right now, Capola. Uh, no. Cinebaldi. Not Capola. Not Cinebaldi. Parliament. Howitt. Drew Conover. Damn. <laughs> Throwing a name out. Drew Conover pitched seven scoreless innings. Mm, nice. And then Sam Portnoy gave up three runs. But still a great game for Drew Conover in that one. But sorry, Grant, you were Let's schedule ahead. Nah, gonna you're, you're schedule ahead. Uh, so coming into next week, we have three games at Northwestern. Uh, and Rutgers traveling now till the end of the month, actually. Oh, are they? So we're away. Uh, St. John's the week after that. And then Purdue going into three games on that weekend coming in two weeks. Now, Northwestern and Purdue being conference, I haven't taken a look at Purdue's um, history in their conference, but Northwestern, something that I we probably say too much, but uh, games that should write the conference ship, if you will, for the record, because mm-hmm. we've got a good one going in, yeah. uh, good, good leads, good wins, blah, 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 what have you, but we're down on the conference. Northwestern, three and six, and they've got... Uh, let me get the actual number because it's kind of ridiculous. Five to twenty-three losses of all other games. So three of those are conference. Now those wow. wins are two against Illinois and one against Purdue. Seven to three win and a two wins are a four three and a seven four against Illinois. Okay, that's that's not great. No, it's not. Rutgers They've sitting got two left-handed pitchers. It's right. Rutgers currently sitting at four and five in conference. They. In both the series against Michigan State and against um, Maryland, and Maryland, thank you. As I got started in the statue, um, against Penn, Michigan State and Maryland, they lost the first two and then and won the third. And then Michigan was the first time they took a series win in the Big Ten. Hmm. So good for them on that. So they got Northwestern, St. John's, then Purdue. Yeah. Yep. I'm looking for the Boilers makers. Uh, and then it's Penn State. Oh, well, they're traveling. They don't come back for like No, they're back on years. May 3rd. I'm going to graduate. They play Princeton, Princeton on May 3rd at home, and then a weekend series against Penn State Purdue to follow is, that. Purdue 7-5 in the conference and 16-18 overall. Oh, wow. Okay. So they're, they're doing pretty good. So Purdue's playing pretty well. I mean, look, Rutgers, you know, Looking, Rutgers is looking pretty good. You know, last year obviously got snubbed by the tournament committee. Um, but Rutgers did have a very good year last year and hoping to have more of the same. You know, I don't know that you can necessarily expect another 16 game winning streak. Right. That was, you know, something special going on, you know, about a year ago now. But. You know, Rutgers and Steve Owens, who collected his thousandth career win this season. um, You know, Rutgers is looking to make a run, and, you know, they really have a chance to do it. They've got, you know, mostly Big Ten games left at this point, obviously. But, you know, between now and May 20th, when the regular season ends, Rutgers really can position themselves to do well in the Big Ten, to to rank well in the Big Ten tournament and potentially position themselves to make the national tournament this year, which, of course, did not happen last year after they got knocked out by Michigan in the Big Ten championship game after that 
joyful, joyous weekend out in Omaha, mm. <laughs> filled with rain delays and games that ended at 3 a.m. Oh, that was, oh, that was produ- producing those games was something brutal with uh, yeah, LT, um, LT Palumbo. I was actually, yeah, so I was in here for the Big Ten Championship game, and I was looking at the, uh, the sign-in log for the studio, and it said that David Palumbo signed out as the broadcast engineer at, I think it was like 4... 4.18 a.m. or oh, something like that. Oh, man. Brutal. Looking, I want to go back. I'm sorry. <laughs> Very nice. Grant, the, uh, the hot key wizard. I um, mess him up sometimes. Don't hey, call hey. Me a wizard just yet. Novice, if you will. Wizard in training. I would say, I would, I would say you're, a, you're, a, you're a wizard. He's what? still working his way through Hogwarts. So, going back to, the, I want to go look at Rutgers, the schedule ahead, the kind of the short term. Um... Like we both, like we all mentioned, Rutgers was snubbed last year. I don't, because looking at the game ahead, next six, seven, next seven games they got Northwestern, St. John, and then a three-game series Purdue. Uh, Northwestern has not has not had a good year at all. They're on a four-game losing skid. Uh, the three, the both these teams have Purdue, Northwestern's heart is not good in the conference. Purdue is at least is pretty good in the conference. I don't think there's any reason. And with Chris Brito, you know, the the big guy starting to produce, and it looks like because Rutgers, the Rutgers lineup is is great the pitching has been uh, lackluster but it seems like now they they kind of everything's starting to starting to click a little bit you mentioned what was like the pitcher's name i believe uh it was something with an h i'm sorry who uh the guy who had a great seven innings shutout. drew conover drew conover he had a great performance no h is anywhere in there i don't know what i was thinking of he, I, it was i think it's when i said how it how you messed me yeah. up although drew, it was drew conover's first start and he just he pitched phenomenally through 102 pitches. Ooh. Man's a junior. Something to look forward to the remainder of this year and the next. There you go. Yes, sir. But it looks like the, like the pitching staff, the biggest problem is in their command or lack thereof. But, like, it seems now it's starting to, they're starting to tighten up a little bit, limiting the walks. They got to focus on that. But there's no reason why they can't, with this uh, these two series against with Western and Purdue and the game against St. John's, why they can they couldn't. I think they could go 5-2. Yeah. Easy. I I could see it. five and two. Yeah, I think so. Um, my one concern, though, yeah. with Drew Conover on Sunday, though, like like I said, he looked really good. Seven innings pitched, three hits, no runs, three walks, six strikeouts. My one concern, though, is that he did hit four air batters. Oh, or, sorry, four he hit, batsmen. He hit three batsmen four times, including in the first inning, he actually hit the Michigan center fielder in the face. So he, he hit send in a message. So he had four. <laughs> he hit. So he had four times, Grant. I don't know, man. It's like yeah, I'm in control. <laughs> he, so it was four hit by pitches. Four hit by pitches. Yeah, that's not what you want. Um. So yeah, definitely not what you want if you're Rutgers. Um, he did get the win. Um, but the but the but the takeaway from that is that he was able to work around that. Because he didn't allow any runs, or at least he didn't. Yeah, I don't think he allowed any runs. And then um, he did not. Sam Portnoy allowed three in the eighth, but actually, to his credit, Conover was able to get out of. In the first inning, they had a bases loaded one out jam, I believe it was, mm-hmm. and Conover was able to get himself out of it with a. Uh, he was able to get a, a double play ball to end the inning. That's the other thing. Like, even if Rutgers, because I've mentioned the Rutgers pitching staff, their their command issues have been lingering all season, but it seems like they're tightening up. Sometimes tightening up your command doesn't mean allowing less walks or hitting less guys. It's getting out of it's knowing how to maneuver around it. Right. Like games like you, like like you mentioned, Mel, where it's like you, if you hit these guys and you get bases loaded, no one out. It's learning how to only sacrifice one run. To keep you in the game, or to keep you up, right, or to keep it tied, but at this, and that's when pitchers make their big bucks, even right. though it's college. And I will also note that the umpire who was working the plate in that game was being fairly generous with the strike zone. Oh, you know, there were some pitches that Jake and I were like, I don't know about that one, but you know, as I said at the time, the only opinion that matters is that of the home plate umpire. This is very true. So, you know. Interesting to see what the future holds for Rutgers. Uh, we're not going to have any game coverage of, of Rutgers baseball until May, as we mentioned, because their next home game is on May 3rd. But, you know, we'll obviously continue to cover it on the crew as they are still playing seven games in the month, seven more games in the month of April. Mm-hmm. But 
on that note, I think we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, it is time for Locks of the Week. You're listening to the Tuesday Crew on 88.7 WRSU-FM New Brunswick and online at WRSU.org. Locks of the Week, Locks of the Week, Tuesday segment where students give you gambling advice. Please gamble responsibly, but take our advice because we do typically win. Brett Hahn, John and Arnett, and Moshe Golubchik to my right, Grant Langlois on the keyboard and the technical devices across from me. And my uh, standard disclaimer, if you lose, it is not our fault. Yes, but but gentlemen, I I have a lock that many people in this room are passionate about, even I'm wearing the hat, even though I could care less about hockey. I'm wearing the hat. Mm. And it's the New York Rangers and the New Jersey Devils. Game one tonight, 7-10. Rangers money line, plus 110. Lock it in. They're taking game one. Coach, this is why you are the coach. That was a very crisp handshake from you a very – What happened? You, you upset me, Brett. I'm surprised the Rangers hey, aren't Grant, favored. Hey, Grant, it's the only game they're taking, so I, you know they start I'll, I'll off strong. That. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> anyway, put uh, plowing ahead, and I'm going to acknowledge it. Wow. Not even going to say anything. Five-game series. Get out of here. That, okay, I'll just, I'm not going to say another word about it uh, until hour two. Um, I'm looking around Major League Baseball because it is ba- – I'm, I'm not touching uh, this game with a 10-foot pole tonight. Uh, I guess we could look at the other matchups. Which game are you avoiding? This game, the one about the the Devils Ranger game. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? You know what? We're gonna go with. I apologize. I should have had this up in the in advance. This is chicanery on my behalf. I'm gonna go crack an avalanche. And that uh, is not baseball. No, it's not baseball, but it is the uh, playoff hockey. Oh, did I take your lock, Grant? <laughs> no, Grant. I'm sorry. I just want to know what you're gonna say now. Do you want it back? No, no, no. Go, I get surrendered. Go, okay. Go, go, okay. Guys okay, might have okay, different okay. locks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you, you might. Give it a chance. You might go true. different ways. <laughs> uh, we, get, we can go a few different ways. We got Kraken, who are uh, very pretty good forward core. They have, um, they do have goaltenders. They do have men in, in between the pipes. Are they good goaltenders? What's Kraken lacking? <laughs> the goalies. <laughs> the Kraken oh, are lacking their goalies. Get out. That was very good. Brett, you're on. Nah, the that, coach, was, that was good. Appreciate the coach it. got that jokes it. today. That was good. That was good. Uh, the Avalanche are phenomenal. Um, I'm going to pick a similar lock of what the coach did. I think the Kraken are going to steal game one. It's their first playoff in franchise history. It's their quickest. It's, I think they're one of the most successful. like the One of the fastest expansion franchises to make it to the playoffs, only for a second year. I think it was the Diamondbacks at first, but now the Kraken are, are I think. I mean, Vegas may run to the Stanley in their first that's year. That's very true. You I can't forget, forget that. I always forget about yeah, Vegas. Yeah, you can't forget that. So. I always forget that was their second or third year. Um, I think the Kraken are going to win this game. It's their first game, and they're, I don't know who's home. Uh, I should probably look at that. Because I'm a, 100%. Oh, it's, Kraken's it's the in Denver. Lowest wild card. Oh. I think, Actually, I think the Kraken. Second I, think the, I do think the Kraken steal it. <laughs> you think, I think the Kraken the, steal it? I think these kids are fired up. I think they're, you know, they're growing up against the reigning champion, the Stanley Cup champions. I think don't doubt lock, locker room chemistry. Kraken are winning it. What's the goal line? Six and a half. I'm picking. I'm gonna go over six and a half goals. Kraken over Denver over six and a half goals. All right. Well, Grant, you wanna go next since well, you're looking at the same game? Uh, that was my lock. So are you serious? Yeah, Verbatim? Pretty much. I was gonna take just the money line. I wasn't gonna take the over, cause apologies, Grant. Nah, you chilling, you chilling. Um, but I I did have another one up my sleeve. The Toronto Maple Leafs and the Lightning. I was looking at that one too. Um, you know everybody is down hating on the the Maple Leafs, not the not the bookies, if you will. Mm-hmm. They they've got more of the advantage in their eyes. They're home against the Lightning. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna give it to the away team as well, following that trend. Um, the Lightning have been in a slump coming yeah. to the back half of the season, but you can never ever count out Vasilevsky. Yeah, and. I trust me. I know the. Le- I I don't know. I feel like the Leafs are going to win that series again. Of course, to Game Seven, because why not? Um, but in the Game One, they honestly might even take both homes. 
mm-hmm. and then the Maple Leafs just go off on a run. But I think Lightning's going to have it. Take the money line. Don't take the over. Um, and think it's uh, and take the spread. You have the Leafs winning the series. Yeah. Hmm. So what happens? So what happens? I guess so many people are just banking on them losing. You're just like nah. everyone hates on the Leafs, which you should. I mean, I mean, it's easy. Yeah. What do you got, Mo? So here's the thing. What do you got? Here's I don't know squat about hockey. Okay. And frankly, I don't care for squat about hockey. Okay. That's fair. Less allowed. Boo. Eh. To eat their own. I I mean, coming from me who watches no hockey, boo. (laughs) (laughs) I have attended, I think, three hockey games in my life. Mm -hmm. It better be only Devils. Um, Oh, wait. No, they might have been Flyers for you. I'm not sure. Where do you think I live? Well, you have a Steelers jacket, so I assume most of your... (laughs) 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 Why not Penguins, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? It's very true. By the way, I, 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 for the record, I am not from Pittsburgh or anywhere near there. I have no O family blood from Pittsburgh. Um, I know that now. Most of my family are Islanders fans. I'm from northern New Jersey. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm going to go to the world of Major League Baseball because that I know a thing or two about. And I'm going to go to the matchup that starts in just about nine minutes between the San Francisco Giants and the Miami Marlins. Hmm. And it is an even money line, both teams minus 110. Marlins with a slight advantage in the run line, minus one and a half. So that's really a toss-up as far as as bets go. So it's it's Marlins plus one and a half, you said? Yeah, Marlins plus one and a half. Yeah, Giants minus one and a half. Um, I think... I think the Marlins win this one, though. Who's on the bump? Who's pitching? You've got Can you see? Alex Wood for San Francisco. Funky delivery. And Edward Cabrera for Miami. I'd side with Alex Wood in that situation. I'm a Giants fan, so I agree. Edward Cabrera's got, okay, yeah, he's I'm got looking no at the control. Stats and I'm now reevaluating my, uh, but my pick. Cabrera, did, he does have very... Uh, no control, but he has great stuff. And like... He does. Okay, but... So he, can get, yeah. he, can, he can maneuver out of jams well. But you also can't walk three guys, seven guys in three innings. Um, right. He does have nine more walks than Wood, so I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna stick with my guns here. Though okay. I still think Miami pulls this one out. That said, I'm looking at the over under, and the over under for this game is eight and a half, and oh. I say that is way under. Agreed. Way under. I don't think they're scoring nine runs. Between a five and ten team and a nine and eight team, I I don't think that happens, but I guess we shall see, shall we not? That's a good little matchup. I think the Marlins and the Giants are more similar teams than they uh, than they're different in, in, in the respect that they have a lot of good pieces. Like the Giants could be like the, the San the San Francisco Mets. Yeah. They got a lot of <laughs> like a lot of former Mets. They got Wilmer Flores, Conforto. I will say um, actually, my, I just noticed this. Accord as of today, Michael Conforto is day to day with some kind of injury. You can take the man off the Mets, but you can never take the Mets out of the man. Yeah. At Carlos Carrasco just got hurt and now he's on the aisle. He's a bum. Love that. Also, Absolutely. I just I just want to give a quick shout out to Wilmer Flores though. Love him. Love Wilmer Flores. I miss him so my much. Sis- too. My sister's favorite athlete of all time. Um due in basically all parts to the fact that she was actually at the game in mm-hmm. 2015 when he cried on the field because everyone thought he was being traded to uh, Milwaukee. To Milwaukee, thank you. Um, she that was, was at game. that game. She and my dad were at that game, and that was. He, my dad said everyone was like, "Why? Why is he still in the game?" And right. then, um. And then he just started crying on the field. Sure. Which is just like such a wholesome moment. Mm-hmm. And my sister just loves that. Like she's not a huge sports fan, but like she liked that he showed emotion. Yeah. Um, I it was miss actually Walmart so much, man. Yeah. And JD Davis should have never traded him away. No. They got, Darren Ruff. Got rid of Darren Ruff. Stinking Darren Ruff. Yeah. Oh my goodness. 
By the way, J.D. Davis currently leading the Giants in home runs. Yep. Yep, no surprise there. Naturally. He's going to win MVP, MVP. Sorry, home runs and RBI. He's going to win MVP or Silver Slugger or Gold Glove, the Cy Young Award. He's going to win everything. Yeah, He's J- going to win the Cy Young Award. As, yep. Listen, as J.D. A, as Davis would have been the answer for the Mets DH problems right now. Yeah. So yeah. We said we got a platoon with Vogelback. Danny Braggins. And Sorry, I blew it. whoever the heck else you want to put out. Tommy Pham. <laughs> the, the the man who fighted Jock Peterson. <laughs> Did you just say fighted? Fought, excuse me, fought Jock Peterson. Yeah, you're right. It's been a long day, boys. Mm. Twelve and look, hours and counting. But I, I will say, I, I get the uh the anger that can come from fantasy football. Um <laughs> you know, I uh Fantasy football. That was the argument. That man. was the yeah. Fam and uh Oh, yeah. right, oh yeah. right, right, right. Mike Trout's the commissioner. Right, <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Mike Trout, oh, Jock Peterson, Tommy Pham. That is, uh, that was, that w- that's one for the ages. I bet Eduardo Escobar snuck his way into that league somehow. <laughs> and he won it, and, and he won it somehow. Too. That would be pot. really yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I think, I think the Marlins pull this one out in spite of J.D. Davis. Mm-hmm. That's a good. Li- that's a good. Um, that, that's like a good little game if you're in San Francisco. Yeah. It's a good little matchup because the Marlins have a lot of good yeah. pieces. They just don't have. They don't. They just need a little bit more. The Giants have some good pieces. They have a few good pitching. Uh, a few good pitchers. The bullpen's yep. horrible, but they have a great lineup. Like it's both teams who are gr- are almost great. Does that make sense? Because the Marlins need they need bats, and the Giants just need just tweaks here and there. Right. It's a nice little game. Yeah, but uh, I guess. With all these locks, we'll have to see. And by we'll have to see, I mean we'll probably all have forgotten what our locks were by next week because Brett doesn't keep track of them. We all picked the road team, right, for the hockey? We um, picked Marlins over Giants. Yeah, I picked I picked the home team, but... Pick Toronto over... No, Lightning. Lightning over all Toronto. I know is, I already. yes, I don't keep yeah. track of them, but I'm undefeated. That's <laughs> all I know. All right. so, I mean, yeah. That Mark Messier, guarantee right there. Mark hey. Messier. 94. And with that... We will take locks of the week. For, we'll uh, try that again. We're gonna we're gonna take a break. We're taking a break. I'm gonna get some water. We're gonna take a break. On the other side of the break, we're gonna can we just have uh, can we just send the break around? Backhand shot. It's in. Mitch Bartolo gets Rutgers on the board. Quick shot to score. It's Dante Coolis, the freshman. Rutgers men's lacrosse is back. Head coach Brian Brecht and the Scarlet Knights seek their second straight trip to the Final Four and their first Big Ten title. Tune in for coverage of every home contest, Big Ten matchup, and postseason showdown here on the exclusive radio home for RU Men's Lacks at 88.7 FM and WRSU.org. John Hartnett's breaking out the dance, and that can only mean one thing. Can we just talk right here on the Tuesday Crew as he gets a little jiggy here? Tuesday Crew, Moshe Golubchik, Brett Hahn, John Hartnett, Grant Langlois, and believe it or not, gentlemen, there are only two weeks left in this here spring 2023 semester. Nuts! Crazy to think about. It feels... (laughs) Sometimes you feel like a butt, you know? It's just, that's just nuts, because we got here. Can we, dude, okay, I got to go off for a minute. <laughs> here we go. I'll because, watch the feeder. Just real quick, because, like, we, people who have a normal college experience, that's just, that's just crazy to think about. No pandemic, no, no strike. strike, no work stoppage. It's so boring to think about. No parking tickets. No parking tickets. <laughs> <laughs> he got you there. I knew that was coming. But it's just crazy. Like I'm just glad the strike's over. I'm glad everyone's back to normal. But it, but like I'm so done. You guys, it's just me. You guys are just burnt out. No, I agree. That's. True. I'm ready for this semester to be over. I'm yeah. a senior man, so I'm ready to graduate. You're ready to like, go to work. I'm, well, I don't know about that part, <laughs> but but I'm ready to end my academic career. Hit the. Hit the, hit the, hit the I'm tired of doing useless essays. I want to do productive work. I so. feel you. Yeah. No, I I get that. Um, I mean, I've got some summer plans lined up. So I'm looking forward. Um, so and then actually, right after finals, I've got a busy week. 
that weekend after finals, I'm going up to Binghamton for my girlfriend's graduation. And then the next day, I have a f- an international flight. Where are you going? I'm going to Israel for two weeks. Cool, nice. So, literally going to fly out. You're a busy bee. Yeah, be there for two weeks, come back, and then I have a, uh, an internship throughout the summer. Nice. I'm trying. I'm still sending out applications for jobs. Oh, my God. Not going back to the pool factory? Can I say sucks in the air? Is that, is that good? I think so. I think yeah, we say it all the time. This guy sucks. Yeah. Oh, my God. Does it suck? Because, like, you're just throwing them out there, and it's like you'll get, like, an, I've gotten a few interviews here and there, but mostly it just feels like you're sending them out to the void. Oh, I feel you on that one. Oh, my God. No, oh, yeah. Not, I, I, you you just got to keep going. Sometimes the random ones will come to you. Like, I got a message on LinkedIn. Like, you want to be a financial advisor? <laughs> so so I I took the phone call. And I'm like, you know what? This is a scam, whatever. Like, it is what it is. <laughs> I ended up taking the phone call. And the guy was really nice. You know, wow. he, he had a shop right background. It was like 20 minutes from my house. Nice. And he's, like, he's like, listen, man. Like, I know you want to be a sports writer. But, like, if you ever change your mind, you know, call me back. We have a spot for you here. I'm like, so you never know. I might be advising you guys on Roths and 401ks <laughs> in the future. Wow, what be an ready. upgrade from – what? So, yeah. it, that is quite the upgrade from unsolicited gambling advice. <laughs> solicited with – solicited now. <laughs> solicited now. Um, no, I got I got a rejection letter today from a job that I applied oh. for in, like, December. But Ooh. you know what? I got one. Um, I'm happy. It, 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 everything works out, too, because, like, I, I am a junior, so I have time. Like, oh yeah, you got some time. And uh, it, like you said, Brett, the ra- it stuff just kind of happens. Like my internship I have now for credit was a random one I applied for. They got back to me. I was like, "Yeah, it worked. It's unpaid, but it's what it is." Then, um, so we'll see what happens. Get, I'm just ready to get out of here. <laughs> get Grant, take what finals. Year are you? I'm a junior as well. Nice. Uh, I have not sent out any internships whatsoever. Your time? No, I had one to the um the BA text uh, test kitchen in New York hmm. as a food editor. Interesting. Cool. I like cooking, Ooh. and it was p- kind of part of journalism. It is, uh, but nah, I'm just a bartender right now. That's uh, pretty cool. You would be a good bartender, like at a party to talk to. I feel. Hey, I got open ears, and if you want a drink, I'll pour one for you. <laughs> so uh, shout out Butcher 360. We're starting happy hour whenever Rutgers semester ends because I'm the only bartender. <laughs> so here's the thing: like, the only times I've gone out drinking were. For my 21st birthday, when I didn't pay for anything because it was, I was out with my friends. As you Natural. do. Yeah. Like you do. Friends. Good friends. Yeah. Shout out to the and friends. a couple of times I've gone to uh, some of the fine establishments, as Jack Bassey likes to call them on Easton Ave, uh. which are more club than bar in my uh, experience. Agreed. So yeah. to be honest, I don't even know what proper like etiquette is in an actual bar. <laughs> like, Yeah, I'm clueless. Like, like, bars even have etiquette? Like, in terms of, like, <laughs> bars don't have etiquette. When, like, payment, tipping. Like, I don't know any of that jazz. Well, tip, well tipping's your standard percentages. Yeah. I mean, standard. look. 10, 15, 20. I can also, like, I know I, a friend of mine has been working as a bartender for years. Like, I could ask her. I have a friend who's a 50-something-year-old Scotsman, so I could ask him, too. <laughs> um, Whatever. I'll figure it out. But, I mean, I also don't really go out and drink all that much mm-hmm. so i'm with I, I don't know i went out like with my with my sister and her friends over her birthday um in january we went to like a few bars designated driver oh yeah but like i don't drink usually like i never well i never drink ever but like it was just weird like it was because it was like a new environment i was like this is because i don't you know if you don't drink there's no reason for you to go to bars i've gone to restaurants it's awkward when you're sober and you're yeah. around a bunch of drugs oh like, yeah it, it, uh, at least i don't know if you you get this john and you know I, i'll open up to the floor too mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys get this or not but like i can't drink because i have epilepsy so like the medication i take like if, if i drink my, <laughs> my my face will go numb and, and, and it'll <laughs> suck i don't, I don't so, know like, no no i don't no i don't care no no i don't care it's, it's, it's funny as shit it's uh oh, whoops funny dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, but kind of going back to that point, like you know, you, I wouldn't go to a bar because you're you're there, you know. Everybody else around you is kind of placid; they're having a good time. Right, right. What you're gonna go to the bar and you're gonna get a cup of water? Right. Like, give well, me a break. Right, I, like, give me a break. Right. Yeah, yeah. I can just get something out of the tap at home, or I get some Brita. Like yeah, you know, like somebody... not as loud or sticky. Oh, yeah. exactly. Right. So. so like, I went out for for my girlfriend's twenty first birthday. It was a a month before I turned 21. Mm-hmm. So we went out with a couple of our friends and I was the designated driver. But like, it also wasn't so bad because we didn't go to a bar. We went to Dave and Buster's. Oh, that's so had one Oh my round. God, you went to a bar. We had one <laughs> round and then played freaking skee-ball. 
Um, I will demolish all of you in ski ball. Yeah, I'm air hockey. Oh, air, air hockey. No, I bro, I, I will am, dominate I am the anybody in air champion hockey. Champion in air hockey. No, I am the you champion. You haven't played me yet. I will. That's a tourney. I will. I will send you all the curb. WRSU air hockey tournament. Right now. Let's make it happen. We have to make it happen in two weeks, or else I'm not part of WRSU anymore. I'm a. I'm a washed-up alumni you just know what? trying to find a job. You know what? <laughs> Summer still counts. Brett. Very true. We got five-minute halftime tomorrow Oh, during the uh, <laughs> during the game. Just bring uh, bring an air hockey table out to center court at, or to JMA. Just, you know, boom. Right there. Show. I actually do have one at home, but I it won't fit in my car. <laughs> won't fit in my car, so that's not happening. Yeah, we'll get one of those tabletop ones and play at the scorer's table. There you go. Yeah, yeah no, nah, but... Washed up alum, two weeks. <coughs> I actually got a random one, boys, and could be famous one day. You never know. Idol lady asked me to write her Bollywood movie script. Dude, <laughs> dude, at, have you guys at work last week? <laughs> nice. I don't know how it came <laughs> out. Like, I don't did know. you write a script? I've never written a movie script before. <laughs> she's she's like, what do you want? What do you want? I'm like, I don't know. I'll get back to you. How did this conversation start? Because she knows I have a writing background. She knows I'm like, you know, I've... Is it, is it a co-worker so, or a No, so it was a customer. <laughs> came up to the customer service desk and was like, I, I know you have a writing background. I know you published work. So, like, you want to write my Bollywood movie script? I was like, I, I was like, I was like, honestly, word. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. I mean, it. you can't do worse than some of them. Listen, man. There's oh, yeah. So far, you can scrape to the bottom There's, of the barrel. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, I'm boys, no. 2.5%, right, of, of gross... That's what I would want, right? If that movie mm-hmm. makes a million dollars, 125k in my pocket. Yeah. If the movie reaches 100 million, I'm a millionaire, boys. There you go. For like, writing a script. I just want to point need. out that John Hartnett, the slander man himself, mm-hmm. just said that was too much slander. Because have you guys seen any Bollywood movies? I've Bollywood. Bollywood is incredible. I've heard the RRR movies. Have really you good? But I have not watched. I have it. not. I don't. Coach, know that I've seen, seen a Bollywood movie. movie. I saw it at the Oscars and I had no clue what was going on, but, R- it, but R- it was really R- good. Mark it down right now. April eighteenth, Tuesday, six eight six forty nine Eastern Standard Time. RRR is the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. Ever. Ever. Nah, man. Look, you I gotta see it, guys. You ever need... seen that movie, The Whale? Austin Butler was robbed. Watch that movie, The Whale. I've I've read it. Powerful. I've powerful. seen it. Powerful. Most re- powerful movie I've ever watched. That was the first p- script I read when I was in art school, my freshman year. That was you know you guys know you guys know what the first scene is in that movie. Uh, the Whale. Have you, have you guys no seen The Whale? Idea. I have several guesses that are probably arable. <laughs> it's, uh, I'll tell you guys over the break. It's um, but yeah, The Whale's good. Great movie. R R R. Just thinking about that movie is getting me excited. By the way, I just want to jump in sure. for a moment about going back to locks of the week. Sure. After <coughs> one half inning, the Giants are up to nothing. Mike Yastrzemski, <laughs> two-run homer. Thank you for not betting on the Mets. Because the betting jinx is real. 100%. Yeah. Thank you for betting on the That is a 10-10 game in Los Angeles. I got you, Grant. My, my, my entire family's Devils fans. So, oh, okay. so I got you. <laughs> Longingly staring into the corner of the studio, wondering why he chose this life. No comment. <laughs> oh boy, I did choose this team, so it's, not, it's no one's fault but mine. The hockey slander True. getting real in the WRSU Ten minutes studio. Until liftoff, gentlemen. Ten minutes until liftoff. I will say as well, um, <coughs> Mr. Uh, Carminati has uh, asked both me and John to do a little spot in the, his Naki. Uh, Naki. Hockey cast. So, if you guys are interested in uh, the more bickering besides of what we do today, uh, tune in on Thursdays from five to six. Five I mean, to yeah. six. Hockey news now. Hockey news now. The Star Wars. Not not hockey news later. Not hockey news earlier. Hockey, hockey news, news now. now. But it's not Thursday. But uh, yeah, well, but it, when it, it happens, it's now. It's like the no, but it's kind of like how when you write about literature about a book, you talk about it in the present. You know, it's mm. the continuous literary present. So this is the continuous Carminati present. But it's Tuesday evening. It's on Thursday. Carm oh. is always now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, you, you, you're you're right. You're right. It isn't Thursday. I apologize, sire. Somewhere, I'm Alex sorry. Carminati is yelling "Hiya, pal," and you just you know you just he's in the middle know. of a class lecture, I think, right now, actually. So. I I could see I Karm, feel for the guy. I'm sorry. I could I could see Carm just 
raising his hand in the middle of a lecture, you know, gets called on. Hi, pal. Quick question. Can you imagine teaching? Quick question him? for you, pal. I have a class with Carm, and I can <laughs> say he doesn't use the word pal very often. How so. is no. it having a class with Carm? I bet it would be a blast. It's, f it's funny. <laughs> it is hilarious. Oh, it's my God. Because, because the class I have him with is Len Robbins, and he's also a New Yorker. Oh, oh so, boy. So today he was talking about Mark Messier, and, he, and you know, he's a New Yorker, so he's like, Mark, me, Mark Messier, Messier, guaranteed. I'm like, whole, I'm like they're clones. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, oh, my goodness, all New Yorkers are the same. And I'm looking at yeah. him, and I'm like, you know, my, my mouth just wide open. I was just like, start, oh, my goodness, them. like, what's going on? Yeah. And and Carm's trying to convince him to go to this, like, fancy restaurant in New York called Sardi's. <laughs> and no, I'm telling you, pal. Sardi's. No, Sardi's is, I mean, for, he, he says it's good food. It's expensive. Okay, it's one of those it? fancy restaurants. I mean, I, oh, it's one of those? I don't know. It sounds like sardines to me. <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, it, it's not sardines, though. It's, it's like actual food, but I just can't get over that. It sounds like sardines. Yeah. To me, it sounds like suck D's. <laughs> okay, so. I, I did find it, by the way. Sardi's Restaurant. Is it Let Italian? me see. Guaranteed. Um, I love Italian. Oh, my good. God. It I wasn't looks... even thinking about pasta until Grant opened his mouth. I'm trying and to look at the uh, have pasta. I, have, I haven't had food all day. I have to cook food when I get home. I'm getting pasta on my home. Forget it. You've sealed my fate. Um, right. I do think that it is Italian. Love Italian food. Um, Definitely that's is. the it's, only it's food decently, choice. It's yeah, it's it's Italian. That's the only food choice um, I would trust Carm's opinion with. Everything yeah, no, else. it's Italian yeah, and it's 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 decently priced. Okay, you get a main for about thirty bucks. It's not bad. For that's New not York. bad in New York at all. Yeah. No, it's not bad. It is. I'm trying to see exactly where it is located. Alicante. Yeah, it is in two thirty four. No, it's in the city. Oh, okay. West Forty Fourth Street. Oh, Sardis. I've seen that before. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely walked past it. It clicked. <laughs> I had to see the logo. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I actually had the uh, the distinct pleasure of driving to and from Penn State with our dear friend Alex Carminati. How was that? It was a lot of fun, actually. On drive to Penn State, um, for the first like hour or so, he was actually listening to a Sunday morning sermon. Mm -hmm. as Amen, we were brother. Thank God. Um, heard some uh, some very interesting thoughts about Jonah. Um, oh, that's a scripture, yeah. Yeah, so, and it was funny. I'm sitting there, he's, you know, his pastor is quoting verses from the book of Jonah, and I'm sitting there trying to remember what the, the translation into Hebrew. Mm. <laughs> and he's like, oh, and if you look in the book of Ezekiel, I'm like, do I know this one? Yes, I do know this one. <laughs> you know, I don't know much of the book of Ezekiel, but I know I know some. It's certainly there. It is certainly there. It has um, but yeah, it was a very interesting drive. Um, he did take like a 40-minute to an hour-long nap on the drive back. Nice. Um, and you drove to Penn Station? Penn State, not Penn Station. Penn State. I am so <laughs> glad I'm not the only one who thought that. <laughs> like, I, I was not going to say Penn anything State out loud. And John, thank you so much. Because I heard Penn State, and I'm like, this man drove to Penn Station, and he had an hour-long nap. I'm like, bro, how long does it take you to get to Penn Station? That's what I'm thinking. I was no, like, why would you guys Penn drive there? But State the, the yeah. University. Exactly. It's like State, five minutes away. I am, State I, I am College, so glad PA. I wasn't this day. Like, A lot of traffic on, you know, 5 o'clock. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, no, we uh, we actually didn't hit any traffic. Um, on the way there, we were listening to Rutgers Women's Basketball Senior Day as they got slaughtered by Illinois. Sure. Um, I think I produced that game. Um, <clears throat> I think it was Eddie and Dennis, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I produced mm -hmm. that game. Um, and then we were listening to that. Um, yeah, it was uh, no, it was a fun drive, though. It's very just wide open fields mm -hmm. everywhere. Um. But you know how what? Much, how much was soybeans? Tell me right now. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> what do you want to know so badly? <laughs> that is very There's, specific. Uh, Pennsylvania's like big export is soybeans. I'm mm. gonna go. I'm just gonna pull an answer out of my behind and say 68.324 percent. That what? sounds accurate. What, probably. what happened? <laughs> we're, we're, gonna, we're, we're discussing the economics of soybeans. Oh, I don't know anything. I'm turning my <laughs> mic off. <laughs> Let's go down this but topic. Wait, I don't know anything about soybeans either. Speaking yeah, can, of, can. of open fields in Penn State, I want to open this to the floor. My <laughs> dream retirement plan is to own a plot of land somewhere in the country, whether it be like Montana or like... Some, what does this have to do of, with Penn State? Because you said open fields. Okay, fine, fine. And it got me thinking of just like... like I don't know why... Because you could buy land like in South Jersey, but I want like a side of a mountain and like a river... 
and like I just want open land, like have a little house, no cable, no internet. See, you want to live in Bumble Country. So you want to? I don't want to live there for some internet. I'm sorry. Starlink for some internet. I don't want any internet. Hold on, you want to live there or you want to res? Or just like a vacation. A so yeah, like, vacation, yeah. just disconnect for two weeks and. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you guys think of that as like, as like the idea? Of like, if you obviously it's t- it costs a lot of money to do that, but like. Later in life, because because you know over here it's everything's so fast paced on the East Coast and the urban areas. Like yeah, yeah. you gotta work, 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 and you gotta go to work and do this. Bus, okay, get homework, and this. It's, oh my god, so much stuff going on. But then like for two weeks in the spring, you just go to Montana with your horse <laughs> in the open country. Who's feeding the horse when you're not there? I've got a guy for that. And then right. you just kind of just relax in a little cabin. You play some guitars. You throw the baseball around. Like, that's the dream. For all the listeners out there, John Hartnett has this idyllic look on his face as he stares kind <laughs> of up and away at the would. distance, like kind of over my shoulder at the WRSU logo behind me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just got this, you know. That's the dream, dude. That's what you want. Yeah. Nonetheless. Most people want. Some people don't. I agree. I I, like nice. I don't know if I go to the mountains. I definitely want to go to God's country. Mm-hmm. Just relax, you know. You guys like camping at all? I can't stand it, to Why be not? honest. Um, but you know, I don't know. Just go somewhere, vibe. My 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 life is just a living definition of whatever happens happens. We vibing. Sure. So like, yeah. it's like what it's just what it is. I just don't like. I, I'm I'm not a big fan of the hustle bustle like you're talking about. So mm-hmm. it's probably not gonna be here. Just That's my it. biggest I, thing. I, I would be too, too bored though. Here. If I went away Me for too. two weeks, I'd be so bored. I would be like, I would just like try to fix everything just to give myself something to do. Mm-hmm. Like I would get so bored. That's why I There's like so much to do in the rest of the country, though. I, mean, I, I like I, when I went to the Midwest to change my perception on everything. Like yeah, like yeah. People say the Midwest is like the, like you know it's boring. There's nothing out there. Sure, but when you're a low when when you know low key vibe like you're saying, you know mm-hmm. nice people. It's very down to earth. Changed changed everything. It's nice. It's just different because different. like we were raised out here and like everything's so quick and over there, yeah, like everything is slower. And even like I went to diners like in Denver, which is like a city, but like it's just something when you cross over the Mississippi because like, Denver is obviously a lot smaller than the New York metropolitan area. Everything's very chill. Everything because like it's, I think it's a philosophy thing. Like if you go to a restaurant, even like the chain restaurants take slower. I think it's because you want they want you to talk. Like you're to the people around you, and people are so friendly over there. Yes, the Midwest hospitality. It's like, hey, how are you? What's going on? Oh, you guys Mets fans? It's like, yeah, we're like, oh man, we're Rockies fans. Our franchise is a poverty franchise. I'm like, yeah, but everyone's just so nice. It's just so different. I will say, if you're gonna go to Colorado, do not go there in April. My father and his buddy has made that mistake. They went to a, they used to go to a baseball game outside New York every year, and they went to Denver at the end of in late April. There was snow on the ground. Yep. But, I uh, love snow, so I'll go. Yeah, but it's not what you want when you're going to baseball games. But on that note, we are going to step aside. When we come back, we're going to talk about the WRSU Daily Targum basketball game with tip-off just about 23 hours away. Keep it tuned. You're listening to the WRSU crew on 88.7 FM and WRSU.org. <laughs> 